Once a week, we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, a chestnut appreciation podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the Lubu of this podcast. I am your co-host, Jordan, the Juge Leong of this podcast. And I am also a host, I'm Kevin, the Ding Feng of this podcast. I mean, who whoever knew that China could be so romantic? I uh, mean, just in an, a big old country, everybody loving each other, giving hugs all the time. I think that that's what the Red Party was about, right? Oh like, yeah, that, that that was red for like for hearts, like Valentine's Day cards. Right. Well, basically, they said as long as you're not a scholar, we love you. So, but if you are, uh, we're gonna kill you. Yeah. yeah, because intellect is the opposite of love. Yeah. So our listeners are probably, unless they're awesome, uh, they're probably wondering what our three names had to do with anything. And they are all characters from Romance of the Three Kingdoms, one of the four great classical novels of Chinese literature. That's right. Yeah. So go out and read all 1,200 pages of it right now. And uh, you know what another one of those great classical novels is, Kevin and Tyler? Uh, uh, Journey to the West. Journey to the West, a.k.a. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Yep. Oh, is that really what they based it on? Yeah, man. That's it's awesome. awful. Son Goku is Son Goku. Is um, the monkey king. The king of all if, monkeys. Yeah, or man. if you don't want to watch any Japanime or read Chinese literature or play video games based on it, you could just say the word Lubu to yourself and... <laughs> smile every time you do yeah and there's, there's also a character in romance of the three kingdoms called he-man probably <laughs> pronounced Taman, but i don't even is yeah. he a master of the universe uh he Clearly does not. <laughs> he does have a pretty awesome battle cry uh but that's he gets killed like within two sentences of him so, making it so you pretty much just get that Wait, one within go. him making it like is there an internal monologue of him like workshopping this for a while <laughs> yes <laughs> Oh, I really got. I really got to punch it was this well section. Well thought out, uh, and then Chen Gong just takes him down. Does he use a gong? Yeah, a big old get it gong. on, bang a gong, get it on. And so, as you have obviously gathered, this is a podcast where we argue your um, would you rather and versus questions that you send into the show, hash them out, and find a victor for you each week here on Ninjas versus Podcast. And so without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from Matt Schult. Thank you so much, Matt, who wants to know, nacho cheese versus gravy. Which is the better topping? Go. What? I... Do these toppings like ever meet at like well, a party they don't or have something? To, they, they don't have to meet. I think, Gosh. I mean, I think it would be delicious if they did. Like right. some nice juicy roast beef with a little bit of nacho cheese on there. But, you know, that does not disqualify it from an argument. We still have to find out which substance hey. is better to cover food with. <laughs> hey, family. It's Thanksgiving. Here's some turkey. Oh, do you want me to pass around the nacho cheese for that turkey? Just smother it in that nacho cheese. Uh, no, Kevin. That cheese is, that cheese is nacho cheese. It's my cheese. <laughs> I knew... <laughs> I knew you were going to break that out. I was just waiting for when it was going to happen, and I'm glad it happened sooner rather than later. That's Jordan's so entire contribution to this argument. I'm done. <laughs> to, the, to this entire podcast. He's pretty much done. I'm done. He's, he has graduated right. yeah. from this podcast. He's got other stuff to do. Um, He's got a real job now. Well, see, here's the thing, though. Like, gravy is great for Thanksgiving, 
and you can put it on, uh, you know, your turkey, whatever, stuffing, okay. But nacho cheese, you're going to the ballpark, you want to have those chips and nacho cheese. Or you get a chili dog, you want to layer some nacho cheese on top of that bad boy. It's like gravy is good for kind of sitting at home with your family home cooking goodness. But nacho cheese is for the exciting man on the go who likes to drink with his friends or maybe take cool girls on dates to sports ball. But (laughs) (laughs) the problem is, I think that gravy just hasn't been given enough playtime in life. Think if you went to the ball game and you ordered yourself you got yourself some some chips, uh, a, a dog, a burger, and some peanuts and popcorn, and they gave you a big old gravy bowl, and you just dipped it all in there, all of it, congealed it around. That's a great now, American. Are you sure American they're dish. going to give it to you in a bowl and not like a, you know, a soda cup or possibly a well, gravy beer cap? Kevin is <laughs> acting like he's describing a great American thing. He's actually describing a great Canadian thing: poutine, which is French fries topped. Uh, topped with gravy and curd cheese. So yeah, that's I disgusting. Mean, no, that's actually before. super good. No, poutine is great. It's no, it's, no. There's it's, a reason. Like poutine is actually the reason that they're not part of America. Because they were like, hey, maybe we could like hang out with you guys. You know, maybe next weekend or something. And and then maybe we could like be a country or something. And you're like, uh, what? Whoa. What? What are you? Bringing? What are you putting? Well, Kevin, what are you putting those fries in? It's not just the Canadians who love poutine. I hear the Russians love uh, a certain Vladimir poutine as well. That's awful. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Um, oh, although, another... although Vladimir Putin would be delicious dipped in gravy. Gravy? Curd cheese. Advantage gravy. You can have that sweet sausage gravy. Put that on some biscuits. Oh, maybe sausage on some, like, gravy and biscuits is the some breakfast Some fried of steak, cakes. some breakfast steak. That's going to be real good. Whereas if you just cover some biscuits and nacho cheese, <laughs> you have a problem. <laughs> yeah, you're, Please call for help. You're homeless. You're basically making a slider minus the beef. <laughs> or you've been playing Halo 4 for the past 80 hours and you need yeah. help. Um, you've just lost control of your life. It's like that scene from Rugrats where um, the dad is making chocolate pudding in the middle of the night. Now, You're him, only biscuits and nacho cheese. Can we can we wind the clock back to last week and imagine what our Thanksgiving... Um, that is not physically possible, but we can imagine it. No, you imagine... can wind a clock back. It, 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 it yeah, won't be that That's... time, but you can wind it oh. back. Well, We're going to wind it back I'll to give last myself, week. I'll give myself a demerit. Uh, and sit down for Thanksgiving dinner with our families, and we have the exact same Thanksgiving dinner, except there is no gravy and nacho cheese instead. Go. Um, see, what I do think, you do? Mashed I potatoes, think... I was going to say mashed potatoes was a big proponent of gravy, but mashed potatoes and nacho cheese would be baller. That would be nice. Probably be yeah. okay. Because, like, you know, especially if as you make As long as you that... mix some, like, bacon in there. Oh, salt and pepper bacon and and uh maybe just like some some molasses just dump a big old thing of molasses over there it's probably gonna be good yeah guys what if your what if your family is is not the ex uh expert turkey makers uh that some families are and uh the bird 
has turned out to be quite dry, you need a substance to juice it back up to make it more palatable. Nacho uh, cheese is pretty juicy. Is nacho cheese going <laughs> to bring the flavor back to our overcooked bird? Um, I don't know if it'll do that, but it will adhere stuffing to the bird. Um, kind of like a paste or glue. So it'll be so, like we we skinned and feathered the turkey, and now we're going to reapply. Well, it's like applying a um. It's uh, like sunscreen, right? It's like shake and bake. You just cover a nacho cheese, and then you roll it in breadcrumbs. <laughs> um, we get some bacos on there too. I think you make a great point, Tyler, and that is nacho cheese is much more viscous than gravy. Or or less viscous, whichever one it is. Whatever um, viscous means, it's the one that's less of. Go viscous look is the opposite of runny. So okay, yeah. So it's very viscous. Um. Oh, hey there, uh, second graders, craft uh, art project. You just got nacho cheesed up. Now you're the favorite kid in class because your teacher probably loves nacho cheese and, <laughs> and will eat your. Project. Is not going to hang up your project, but they will eat it. Uh, if you complain, just remember that it's nacho cheese in the first place. I love that we brought that one back around. Yeah, for a second circle. second viewing is good gravy. Like a... That was a bad pun. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything that you choose to be. Um. All right. So, I think like nacho cheese. There's what meal does that really fit into? Because gravy, you can have uh, the, the breakfast fourth meal, or the Tyler. Dinner. The fourth meal. That's true. If you've got a burrito full of, uh, ooh, that's right. You're gonna need nacho cheese for like delicious burrito concoctions. And for nachos. Yeah, or for cheese fries. Cheese fries. You need that nacho cheese. Whoa, guys, hold up a minute. No. Okay. Okay. Never mind. Uh. <laughs> There is a chance when you're getting getting some gravy and somebody's like, hey, do you want gravy with that? Uh, you're going to end up with sawmill gravy. And that stuff is gross. Um, white only, gravy. It's the best. White, white gold and Texas, I don't know. T-bone urine. fried steak with gravy. I like sawmill No, gravy. sawmill gravy then is again, disgusting. I was, I was raised with simple mountain folk, so we have uh, – a great respect like for what our, is our worse than to be like oh man i'm gonna get some some delicious hearty brown gravy have you oh, had nope. have you had sawmill gravy? yeah and it's, it's i went delicious. to the i went to you the know, cracker barrel kevin i don't want to hear oh your... that's your problem we went to cracker barrel you shouldn't have been eating food there you should have just been playing checkers and talking <laughs> to the little parrot in the corner and, and kevin i don't think you thing. should be so judgmental towards you know tyler's poor upbringing it's not his fault he did not hit the gravy train growing up you know what you are, Kevin? You are an ignoramus. <laughs> I'm so little, glad you brought up something that maybe four people will get. Anyone who has gone to Cracker Barrel will get that. It's and that is everyone. Stupid, that is every cracker man. who listens to this podcast, which is oh, most gosh. of them. Every well, cracker. That's, all right. That's a big minus for gravy, then, is that it's closely associated with Cracker Barrel, um, which is the worst. I I disagree. Unless you're sitting on those big old rocking chairs out front, rocking yourself you're leaving. to sleep, you're out very of close to leaving. Yes. All right. Uh, we got to take a vote on this. I am going with gravy because I love sawmill sausage gravy, and I would rather give up 
nacho cheese than that. Jordan? Uh, I'm going to go with nacho cheese because gravy made from well-done beef has been shown to contain heterocyclic amines, which are potentially carcinogenic in humans. Thanks, the internet. And Kevin, what is your vote? I'm going nacho cheese because it can be used as a skin exfoliant. So <laughs> so thank you so much for your question, Matt. And next time you have to choose between gravy and nacho cheese at a Thanksgiving dinner, go ahead and shake things up. Go with that nacho cheese. You're going to be glad you did. Don't Our worry, because question... it'll be gravy either way. <laughs> it's the same joke like five different times (laughs) from jeffrey lawton who the mystery of his name has been has been blown out of the water he is a jeffrey yeah Uh, but he would like julio yeah comes to us from julius hieronymus hieronymus lawton who wants to know is it not which is worse the star wars prequels or the remastered Star Wars of the original trilogy. Go. That's a good question. It's a topical question. And the... After the uh, the acquisition of Star right. Wars by by Mickey Mouse. Right, the Spanish time. acquisition. Yeah, man. And, Kingdom uh, Hearts, Star you know... Wars Boogaloo. <laughs> well, Kingdom Hearts was basically Star Wars anyway, right? Like yeah, that's with true. the with the keyblades. Keyblade equals yeah. lightsaber. Keyblade, let her rip. <laughs> so all right Laura. disadvantage prequels they're awful <laughs> um Good actually point. like it's i remember being a kid and thinking how awesome the star wars prequels were which i think is part of the problem like they were highly highly marketed to like little kiddos yeah chill as as opposed to the uh, the original Star Wars, which were marketed to to regular to adults, everybody. But Tyler, to were they really galaxy. marketed to little kiddos? Considering the fact that like ninety percent of the plot of the prequels was like political drama, and also in the third one, he he like literally kills a whole bunch of kiddos. Uh, how I'm gonna, I'm gonna how bring else up... are children gonna know how to rock the vote, um, or how to? <laughs> Slaughter their peers. Proof that it was made for children. One character whose name rhymes with R. Jar Lynx. No, yeah, they're trying to get awful Caribbean stereotypes into their head <laughs> very, very early on. Um, ba- so wait, uh, remind the, me the really argument, quickly. the remastered. What they changed was they inserted like. Uh, special effects graphics that look like they were on something between the N64 and the GameCube. Um, they inserted... So the, the dolphin. They inserted, like, a Job of the Hut scene in the first one. They changed it so that Greedo did, in fact, shoot first, and there is no ambiguity. And they also... Uh, oh, yeah, they changed the ghost of uh darth vader at the end of the movie to hans christian see and that's hans christian anderson right hans christian um that's why uh hayden christensen hayden christensen that's why i think that the the remasters are worse because it's like you know it's like your best friends hanging out with you helping you out through all kinds of scrapes and you know being being there for you 
and then right at the very end, everything was pretty much good. And then right at the very end, he pulls out a gun and he shoots you right in the face. And he says, it was Hayden Christensen the whole time. And you're just like, the whole, like, because most of those other remasters are like pretty all right. It's like, all right, okay, they have an extra scene with Jabba where he calls him a human being. And it's like, well, all right, you you were working with the audio you had. But when when you get to that, that replaced ghost, it's just like, what? Why would you? Why do you hate the universe so much, and, George and that's Lucas? The thing, like George Lucas has been slowly, and he's shown no signs of stopping either. Like every time a new box set uh, of the original trilogy comes out, he feels the need to tweak it a little more each time. Um, that is a, it's it's like a festering wound. It's like I I grew up loving this person and. They're not this George person, this, this, this franchise, <laughs> this franchise. I grew up loving them, and it's like I don't even know it anymore. That's true. Also, so you're, like, you're trapped in a love. The remastered have like a lot of the problems that the prequels do, which is like a lot of the little uh, special effect vignettes that they put in there were like little comedy relief bits where, like, there was a good balance already. Uh, they didn't need, like, R2 and C-3PO, like, that was all the comedy they needed. Whereas, like, with the prequels and with the extra bits, they tried to, like, put slapstick in, and it just didn't work well. Right. Um, um, advantage of the prequels, though, they did result in the amazing Nintendo 64 game, uh, Episode 1 Pod Racer. <laughs> that game <laughs> was pretty one good. of the greatest racing games of all time. <laughs> Although, it's super, diff- super it's difficult. It's fast. Unless you put in the, the unless you put in the played. cheat code RR Java, then you have invincibility and it's a lot better. Yeah, Which stands for Railroad man. Java. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the prequels—it's basically just one really long pod race, right? Like that—that's that's the entire prequels. It feels yeah. Fine. You find out who won at the end. At and the end, and it's the dark side. That um, Anakin has become one with his pod, and so is now like a half robot man. Um. Advantage, uh, not the prequels. Um, let me just let me recount for you a couple of the uh, of the lines from the prequels. Um, That's wizard, Annie. Let's try spinning. That's a neat trick. I hate sand. It's rough and it's coarse. And it gets everywhere. I mean, let's Not discuss like you. Not let's discuss the fact how many children appear in the original trilogy. All of them. None of them. Sure there are no right. children. Ewoks. Oh, yeah. I was possibly. thinking of um, Jawas. You were thinking of uh, the movie uh, Return to Oz. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. No, um, I'm thinking of the Wiz thinking of but like advantage of the remasters even if they are remastered they're still like really well created movies and that movies that george lucas did not have the opportunity to direct those were in somebody else's hands he just wrote them well he directed uh he didn't even write them really he just produced uh he wrote the first one uh and he he wrote and directed the first one right he He wrote and directed the the first one uh he did not write or direct the second or third so, yeah, wizard yeah. Annie. Um, Admiral Akbar is not in the prequels. 
Ooh, yeah. In fact, his whole uh, race of uh, Calamarians are not in the prequels. Speaking of race, there are so many very strange stereotypes in the first one. Like, uh, what's his name? Watto? Watto? The oh, Watto, the Italian Jew. Jew. Yeah, he's so many nationalities <laughs> crammed into one, and none he's... of them are flattering. My drinks don't work on me, only yeah. money. <laughs> What a convenient uh, plot device. Nubin, I got lots of that. race, I'll give you that. Uh, and, uh, let's not forget, uh, uh, it's something like, De- no, it's Dexter Jetster, the diner, 50s diner owner in this uh, episode oh, yeah. two. Who, why is, why is there a 50s diner in the Star Wars universe? And why does he have intimate knowledge of secret races of assassins? And why haven't we had a revamp of Cheers with entirely Star Wars characters? <laughs> I would uh, It's probably, or it probably would have been coming if Disney hadn't done us all a favor and <laughs> killed George Lucas. Um, yeah, that's that's actually what happened. They didn't buy it for billions of dollars. They just put a hit out on it. They him. just <laughs> murdered George Lucas. They um, did us all a huge favor. I would definitely watch Cheers in Moss Eisley Katina. <laughs> uh, Making man, the way in the galaxy today takes everything is, you got. Is that Blue Puffy guy? Is he the... Oh, uh, Max Rebo? Of course he is. Drinking is he a little the, blue milk norm? sure would help yeah. a lot. Norm! <laughs> I don't uh, like you. He doesn't like you. Or, he doesn't like you. I don't like you either. Insert laugh track. track. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we need to take a vote on this. Um, and your dad turns out to be a Sith. <laughs> I am going to go ahead and say the remastered Star Wars. Because, I mean, it's awful that he toyed with it. But there's still such better movies. Kevin? Sometimes you just wanna go where everybody is um not a prequel <laughs> and the franchise still has some credibility a little bit uh I don't know I guess I guess the remasters but only because of Han Solo Who's who's to say we're not all really prequels though? Who knows what we're leading up well, to? Well, cuz the prequels also led to the Clone Wars. Oh yeah. Animated series which is like Samurai Jack in space. Yeah, which is great. Which is off. No, why would you say that? That's not a thing that's true. <laughs> so your vote also goes uh, with remasters. Yeah, I'm going with the remasters. Jordan, are you hopping on this gravy train? I am not because you know what the prequels also gave us? What? They gave us Red Letter Media's Plinkett reviews of oh, the prequels, yeah. which are, it's like... About the length of the prequels. It's it's Ugh. about four, I think it's a solid four hours of <laughs> a guy systematically uh, telling you every single thing that's wrong with the prequels, and how it's awful, and it ruins the original trilogy just by existing. Uh, and it's really just a masterwork uh, that needs to be seen if uh you guys haven't it's at redlettermedia.com you should check it out well so don't watch the prequels go watch that and jeffrey joffrey jufrey hans christian anderson next time 
you have to choose between watching the prequels or the original trilogy, just go with the original trilogy, even if they are remastered. Our next question is very exciting. We have our first audio submission of a question, and not only is it our first audio submission, it is our first audio submission from overseas. From across the pond. We have a question from our good friend and um, adamant listener, Toya Bragan, who has submitted a clip for us. Uh, Let's go ahead and hear what he has to say. Hello and welcome to Ninjas vs. Podcast, a podcast where once a week we argue the old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, Chestnut Depreciation Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, the first American of this podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, the second American of this podcast. And I'm also your host, Kevin, the third American of this podcast. And I'm the question asker for today, Tolia. And my question is, which is worse, being a Minotaurus or Centaurus? Go. Okay. Uh, That was so good. His English is super freaking good. I love everything about him. That is fantastic. My favorite part of the recording is the impersonation he does of Jordan's voice. (laughs) Everyone loves to impersonate Jordan. Uh, yeah. (laughs) That deadpan, slightly uh, lifeless voice. Um, Everyone loves to do the Squidward (laughs) impersonation, because apparently... Jordan is Squidward, or or um, <laughs> or Eeyore, or Phil Hartman as um the cat in Kiki's Delivery Service. Uh, hey, hey, meow, so, meow. <laughs> so what is a Minotaurus and what it's is a, a Minotaur? And a Centaurus. Uh, he, is he has a, centaur. a he had a bit of a accent there. His question is: Would you rather be a Minotaur or a Centaur? I mean, maybe that's which the is worse. Maybe that's the Russian for it. In Russia, they are over. It's entirely plural. Uh, they are just overflowed with centaurs and minotaurs. My sage cried out to him, "You think perhaps this is the Duke of Athens, who in the world put you to death? Get away, you beast! For this man does not come tutored by your sister. He comes to view your punishments." Yeah, what? that was Lenin, right? <laughs> uh, when no, he, when that's, he took office. That is the mention of. The Minotaur in Dante's Inferno. Oh. So there you go. I like all my literature, Al Dante. Um, <laughs> so, see, with the centaur, you're going to have the torso of a human upward, and then the rest of your body is a horse where the neck would end. Whereas with the Minotaur, you're going to have regular arms, regular chest, bull's head and then also like hooved feet like cloven bull back legs but you still stand on your uh your own two feet you are a two-legged beast do you so but you do not get the whole uh bull four stomachs uh rudiment kind of deal right where you can just chomp on some grass for like four days I'd say you could do that. I'd say that that is a real possibility. Uh, you will have to avoid China shops, though. Like they just oh, they won't admit you. It's just because it'd be out, like yeah. a bull in a China please, shop. Please, could you please not ruin everything? You Although every time, um, every time you are slighted, 
um, because of your race, you will be able to say that's bull. <laughs> oh, and but you can be like, and you can't say that. That's our word. <laughs> that is really offensive to me. Um, <laughs> Every time you're playing the uh, childhood elementary school card game bull, you'll uh, have to have the problem that like you'll look up and be like, yes. You respond to the name bull. Um, plus for for Minotaur, you can gore people. Mm, good point. You'd be a great football player. Uh, yeah, and it's just like, oh, nobody's gonna piss you off because you'll gore them. Like, oh, oh, did you did you disagree with my portrayal of uh Hamlet? Oh, I'm gonna gore your face off now. Um. I well, did you stomp on names. somebody as a Did centaur. you disagree with an inconvenient truth? Let me gore you. <laughs> um, advantage centaur, you... What girl does not love riding horses? You're going to be able to go on, like, moonlit rides on the beach and be like, oh, hey, girl, let me let me be your mode of transportation. It's <laughs> Disadvantage centaur, you no longer have human bait and tackle. That is a good point. Uh, yeah, you have horse bait and tackle, which is monstrous. Gonna be great for fishing. Um, yeah, you can cast that line. Uh, well, oh, oh, but that's true, though. If you're a centaur, that's bestiality. Sorry. Uh, mm. If you're a minotaur, you're good to go. Still mostly I mean, you, if you throw a bag on your head, you're a human. Which right? I usually do anyway, so I'm good. Uh Disadvantage Minotaur, you invite a lady over to your house. She has to get through an entire labyrinth to find you. And chances are she'll die, get lost, or have to solve riddles on the whoa. way. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not saying you're stuck in a labyrinth, but you definitely live in one. No, but yeah, definitely no, your being, place of origin. Being uh, a Minotaur, you get to hang out with David Bowie all day. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, that is true. Hello. Oh, he reminds me of the babe. David Bowie and the Muppets are going to hang out with you for eternity. What power? The power the voodoo, of the voodoo. The voodoo? The voodoo. You do? Do what? Remind me of the babe. I saw my baby. That is definitely the second time I have sung that on this podcast. What have we come to? Uh, I think it's the third or fourth time we brought it up. Yeah, probably. All right. Well, that's a huge advantage for Minotaur, but big advantage for Centaur. If you're a Centaur, you probably are in the Harry Potter universe, uh, which would Ooh, be that's pretty true. Yeah, awesome. and you're getting targeted by Voldemort for immortality time. And, like, oh, and I guess I'm getting eaten. school teachers hate you for being a half breed. Yeah, but also if you're, you might take some umbrage to that. <laughs> eh? uh, no, Tyler, I, that I pun can't. was delorable. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Voldemort, you. Yeah, <laughs> way to round it out, Kevin. Oh yeah, oh you're so dumb, Voldemort. But I mean, Firenze, he was actually like after they took over the school in the seventh book, they ruled the school. Um, he was like the headmaster until, you know, someone else took over. Good so, point. That's pretty um, cool. Centaurs are pretty cool. Centaurs are pretty neat, and you're not gonna like Minotaur. You're gonna have a real hard time getting to and from work because you're like, oh, climbing into a car. My horns went through the ceiling again. Drat. Oh, I accidentally tore the door off. Uh-oh. 
Oh man, we're going on this road trip. Everybody's gonna be uncomfortable because I'm too beefy. Whereas with a centaur, you're like, hey, I'm just gonna run to work every day. Although long distance trips are gonna be impossible, it's gonna be hard to get you on like a plane, train, or automobile. Although Can you we... may be able to be in well, the movie Planes, Trains, and I think I think you would be able to get the same kind of special pass that you would get for like taking a, a bicycle on the subway. You know, like, oh. Oh, wow. Oh, wait. If you are a centaur, can you represent America in the Olympic dressage competition? Ooh, yes. Absolutely. Uh, you still need a rider on you, though. No, you um, are horse and rider. Only if you so choose. You can do it solo, or you can do, like, a beautiful couples act. <laughs> Actually, like that, would be, that would be so easy. It's so, like, oh, I want to turn this way? Yes, I do, because I'm me. Oh, I want to stop short? Yep, that's what I'm doing too. Maybe prance around a little bit? Oh, I, I, you know, I'm still me and I still want to do these things. So it's Does the crowd have any requests? That. Tyler, are you suggesting that in this alternate universe, Mitt Romney is a centaur and his wife uh, rides him at the uh, Olympics? <laughs> Dressage competition. No one would want to see that. Um... Uh, Romney-tar? Romney-tar. Uh... Minotaurs are, you'd be able to have a cool ring through your nose. <laughs> and who doesn't love a good piercing? I think you'd have uh, to have it. Can yeah. we discuss the diet of both of these creatures? Because I'm going to presume that if you're a minotaur, you got the the brains of a cow. So you're going to want to eat a lot of grass, which I guess is all right, but there's probably not a gra lot of grass in your labyrinth because it's unless not very, you move to Colorado. Not well, very that's the well thing. lit. You can you can ad adapt yourself to eating the bones of of man. So mm, can you just, yeah. yeah, I mean that's what he he like killed people and ate them, right? Pretty sure. Well, I don't know. I'm I'm not seeing that in the Wikipedia. I tried to fact check myself before I brought this up. Oh, sorry. Check I was before you wreck yourself. I was hanging out with Ovid earlier, and uh, he was just telling me about some of his poetry, and that was it. Ovid? There, so. uh, no. Half man, half bull. Uh, is it Ovid? I think it's it is know. Ovid. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know Spencer Fulmar pronounced it as Ovid in, in um, freaking As You Like Twelfth It. Twelfth Night? No. Oh, Spencer Fulmer, like my brother's brother-in-law? Yes. Does so he that's listen to this with. podcast? I hope uh, so. I think he's in Singapore right now. He should. I'll tell yeah, him okay. to. Family ties. Because Singapore is a classic Ninjas versus podcast place to listen. Um, well, you know, I think I think they both survive on human diets. I think there's enough human in them that they could do that. But do you, do you we think do they'd have an inclination towards the vegetarian, though? Probably. Probably. All right, we need to take a vote on this, though. Kevin, which way are you leaning? Look, I'm going... I'm going Minotaur because I was gonna say I was gonna say Centaur because I think with Minotaur it's that's a big hurdle for a lady to get over to you know to hang out with you that you got a giant bull's head. But if you're hanging out with David Bowie, he's just gonna toss some makeup on there and then you're gonna look glamorous. <laughs> Good point. Well, Jordan, I'm gonna go with uh, Centaur because. Little information you guys didn't know. Uh, I got word from uh, the designer of the labyrinth, Daedalus. He did not put any bathrooms in there, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to find your way out of the entire labyrinth uh, 
just go to the bathroom. I mean, you might you might figure it out eventually and, you know, know the exact way, but it's still going to be like a mile long hike. Otherwise, you're peeing in your own house. That's what I do I every think day, though. most people do yeah. that. Just in the bathroom. On yeah. the floor, um, though. There's no bathroom in the labyrinth. I love that the Wikipedia page for centaurs has a mock-up of a skeleton of a centaur. Like, <laughs> it's a real thing. It is. And I am going to go ahead with Minotaur because I've I've got to work it in that professional athlete uh, circle. Even better, uh, the professional wrestling circuit. <laughs> I, that would be baller. How many uh, people would come into my labyrinth uh, after a month make their way to the, um, the, the cage match in the middle? Uh, your name could be El Goro, and it would be amazing. Ah, uh, yes, please. So... Thank you so much for your question, Toya. And next time you have to choose between being a centaur or being a minotaur, go ahead and be that luchador minotaur with David Bowie. He's going to make you look real fine. You're going to get into the ring, and it's going to be a good time. So thank you so much for your question. Our next question has a bit of a holiday spin on it because, as you know, we love Christmas here at Ninjas vs. Podcast. And... We gotta get in the spirit. So, who would you rather have over for a party? The Hamburglar or Burgermeister Meisterburger of Santa Claus is Coming to Town fame? Assume that there are both hamburgers and toys at this party. <laughs> Go. Burgermeister Meisterburger. He is my favorite <laughs> Christmas villain of all time. <laughs> so, would you rather have... The Hamburglar at your party, assume, assumedly he's sealing burgers, presumedly, or the Burgermeister Meisterburger, who's probably stealing toys and tearing down Christmas decorations the entire time. Well, you know, I didn't watch a lot of Rankin-Bass stuff growing up. I mean, I'm familiar with Frosty the Snowman. It's all pretty rank. And full of bass. is. <laughs> Sorry, base. that was bad. Keep going. Base. I mean, I do love the Rankin Bass uh Lord of the Rings, but that's about it. I uh, I I was a big fan of Santa Claus is coming to town. Like it's it's pretty compelling. And the name Burgermeister Meisterburger alone is pretty awesome. Also, I feel like, you know, the the Hamburglar he is he loves he he steals because he loves mm. you know he he just he can't get enough of them hamburgers he's like a he he's like a junkie essentially and i mean so, but he's lovable burgermeister meisterburger is an evil man who's the mayor of sombertown like he's he's going to he's going to bring down that that party real bad that's like, a good point because the, the hamburglar is going to be stealing those burgers and so you're going to be without burgers for your party, but hopefully you have snacks too. Whereas the Burgermeister, he's going to be just like taking down all the decorations. He's going to be ruining Christmas. Yeah, he's going to be, well, and he's probably going to set your house on fire. That's a good He's like, well, this is a house of joy. I must destroy it. Whereas the Hamburglar, he's probably going to be eating those burgers, and that is going to be dope. Where he's just, let's, just let's a dude packing up burgers. It's like the a guy ham- doing a keg stand, only a dude with burgers. The Hamburglar has been 
probably incredibly misunderstood. I mean, he's hit hard times in McDonald land, and, you know, if he had the option, he would probably gladly pay you on Tuesday for a hamburger today. Uh, nice callback, Jordan. That is not an option for the Hamburglar. Uh, no one will provide him any line of credit. Uh, Grimace just refuses to give him any IOUs and uh, Mayor McCheese is against him and what are the other characters? What was the girl's uh, the, name? The Daisy? Fivers? Birdie. Birdie the early yeah, bird. Birdie the early bird, yeah. I um, mean... Well, yeah, you could... Hey, look, if you really wanted to get rid of the Hamburglar, just call up uh, Big Mac, the, the constable of Burger. Mac. Yeah, exactly. He's going to take care of that dude. The way that they got rid of Burgermeister Meisterburger is they waited for him and all of his descendants to die. <laughs> so I hope your party's pretty long. I hope it's going, you know, several generations long because it's going to be a while. Oh, they also taught him guy. the beauty of Christmas. But we can only assume that he is coming before he learns that. Right. Um, disadvantage the Hamburglar, though. You have a criminal in your home. There is a chance that the law is going to come busting down your door uh, and crashing okay. that party to take the Hamburglar out of here. When Whereas, you're an accomplice at that point. Yeah, you're an accessory to that ham. He is the law. You know, you can get a little <laughs> rowdy, and he's like, don't worry, guys, I'm the Burgermeister. <laughs> He's the judge uh, dread. But if of you're Christmas. getting rowdy, he's like, uh, <laughs> "Stop having fun!" And then he like kicks you out of Somberville. Yeah, like, I was, even I even wasn't enjoying Christmas. That, I swear to God, swear to me. <laughs> even if you just like when he's announced at that party, it's like Burgermeister Meisterburger. Who um, do you have a herald um, at most of your parties, Kevin? Do you have all, somebody standing all parties, by the door? All parties worth going to have a herald. Oh, that's and actually announce... a really good idea. Next time you have a party, like have somebody Just... whose job is like, okay, you clean up, you take care of the food, you stand by the do- the door, announce everybody who comes in, and then also just say, 11 o'clock and all's well. <laughs> hey, but uh, he's going to guys... announce that that dude's from Somberville. And everybody's yeah. going to be like, oh, man, here comes the, the death of the party. If you guys are, are looking for a professional announcer, I have <laughs> You have credentials. Uh, my Fair Lady. My Fair Lady. That's a song, right? We were in that show. I was Angry Man. We met in that show. That's true. Uh, no, well, we met in choir before in. that. That's I, true. I was an old guy that looked sort of like the Sigmund three Fry. of us. The three of us as a unit were forged in the fires of My Fair Lady. Yeah, right. as a G unit, if you will. Yes. Uh, let's say disadvantage for uh, the Hamburglar. Uh, Hamburglar doesn't doesn't do his crime waves all alone. He also uh, brings his accomplice, the Griddler, who was a short-lived McDonald Blade <laughs> character, uh, who steals McGriddles. From Ronald and his friends, he oh, was wow. only in two feet, uh, two commercials. So the Bonnie to his Clyde. Yeah, the Griddler man. Griddle me this. <laughs> Griddle me that. Griddle, Griddle me this, Batman. Batman. Um, point for 
I, I guess for the the uh, Hamburglar, it is going to be really easy to see that guy coming when he's trying to steal your burgers. Like he's That's wearing true. one of the old timey white and you know white and black striped jumpsuits. Like yeah, it's going to be pretty easy. Whereas <laughs> the Burgermeister well, is just made of clay. Well, I was going to say, I guess he would be pretty easy to spot too because he's wearing full later hosen, <laughs> and hopefully he's the only person at your party that's doing that. Um. Oh, advantage Burgermeister, though, he speaks English, although it is heavily with a German accent. Uh, whereas the Hamburglar just kind of like has that weird gibberish language. He's just like, uh, it's a speech impediment. And it's one of the reasons he can't get a job and is forced to Steal live the life of a street rat. <laughs> Oh man, I would love to watch Aladdin only with the hamburger <laughs> as the lovable, lovable scamp who wins the princess's heart. I don't buy that. <laughs> uh, happy meal. I won't buy that. Still, I think it looks quite tasty. All right. Still to eat, got to eat to live. Why can't we just get along? Uh, we've watched too many movies. Um, uh Robin Williams. That's that's my Aladdin reference. Oh, Burgermeister, though, no, no, no. there's a chance that, like, your party is the party where he is given a gift for the first time, and, like, his heart grows three sizes that day. That would be a pretty sweet climax to a party. Because you know after that point, he's a Burgermeister. He's just going to start throwing money around. He's going to make it rain. Yeah, but what if you're at the party where the Hamburglar is transformed and it's been <laughs> into what well into like he's... is it like an akira scenario no where, like, no he's... he becomes this giant <laughs> gelatinous blob that he tries becomes to the, the hamburger he's he has spent 40 years in prison and he is converted to islam and he is ready to give back to society so they finally um the uh the governor called and got him off the the yellow yeah, they and got, red mile. They, they got uh, they got well, him off McDonald Row, and he's out preaching the gospel of stop eating that pork, eat these hamburgers instead, uh, because pigs are of the devil. That's because they have a, a cloven hoof. Um, <laughs> I just think. Let's see. Let's see a man transformed, you know, from from stealing to giving back. Good point. You know, some sort of like some sort of Shawshank Redemption scenario. How where about he escapes from Mansfield Prison? How about he shows up in the Burger Kingdom, and we find out that he is the son of the Burger King? Oh Wouldn't my that gosh. be oh, the, the prodigal burger? Because. <laughs> Yeah, like, the reason he turned to a life of crime is to get back at his all father. Those McDonald's burgers to make sure no one else can have them. Get a oh, Whopper. <laughs> oh man, we're going down a, a dark timeline here. Well, that's true. He's stopping people from eating horribly fattening burgers. Oh man, so he's Maybe really he's, he's, he's doing you a favor. Character. Yeah, ro- with an emphasis on the Rob. Rob, can we Rob? Rob, can we discuss Robble, the fact Hood? that? Uh, <laughs> Back in the 70s, when the Hamburglar was created, his original name was The Lone Jogger. Huh! What? <laughs> That's yep. fantastic. 
What? Yep, he was the lone jogger, and Grimace apparently was originally a villain. We need to invite- he's- oh, he's just a lonely jogger? That's the only joy he has in life? We need to invite him to some parties. And, right. uh, there was a- there's another thief in McDonald Land named Captain Crook, who is after all of the filet o fish sandwiches. <laughs> I'm not. I love how these villains just are very, very picky. This is what happens if you don't get your children out of being picky eaters. They turn into villains. Um, yeah, all right, Grimace we... apparently was trying to steal milkshakes. Milk yeah. All right, we need to take a vote on this. I am going with the Hamburglar. Because, you know, he needs those burgers. And I don't want that Burgermeister around. He's, he's got an awful accent. Uh, Kevin? You know, I think uh, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with the Hamburglar because at least he's an all-American criminal. You know, he's basically like Ocean's Eleven. We don't want to outsource our criminal. Yeah, whereas you know, Burgermeister Meisterburger is is a, a German, and I don't know what his agenda is. That's a good I mean, point. he might he's stealing toys and he hates Christmas, but is that because he doesn't understand the true meaning of freedom? Mm, yes. Point. The answer is yes. Jordan. I'm not going to support the crowd. <laughs> You're not going to see me siding with the Jerry's. Uh, other World War II lingo here. Uh, <laughs> let's just go with Hamburglar because uh, I like the idea that he is the Burger King's son. <laughs> All right. So next time you have to choose Adam. Between the Burgermeister or the Hamburglar at your Christmas party, go ahead and invite the Hamburglar. And our last question comes to us from a delightful book that I found on clearance at a store on Black Friday called Would You Rather? An Absolutely Absurd Anthology by Justin Heimberg and <laughs> David Gomberg. And Those I... are very names. <laughs> And I went ahead and opened up to a random page and found this question. Would you rather be in a barbershop quartet or be Charles Barkley? Go. <laughs> Charles Barkley. Charles I don't Barkley. even need I don't even need to think this one over. I wanna be Charles Barkley. <laughs> so I can just Play a lot of basketball and then gamble and eat a lot of food and get fat. And then do a commercial about losing that weight. And then do a commercial for Weight Watchers about losing that weight and I can commentate on basketball games. Char Charles Barkley did have a pretty great system where he played and then he, he commentated and then he got fat and then he did commercials that capitalized on him being fat. And then when those got old, he did commercials that capitalized on him no longer being fat. <laughs> and let's not forget that his nickname as a professional athlete was the Round Mound of Rebound. <laughs> uh -huh. Can't get yeah, that. I mean, Charles Barkley is a fantastic commentator of sporting events. But how much better would sporting events be if they were commentated by a barbershop quartet that you were in? Three points, three points, three points, three points. Rebound! I could see that getting old. Barbershop quartets, I don't <laughs> think, ever get old. I think they make everything better. Also, that's a marketable skill. You know, there's less of them. 
you're going to be working gigs all the time and you are going to have a sweet pinstripe suit and a straw hat. Yeah, but Although I guess Charles thing. Barkley could have both of those things as well and look adorable. <laughs> I've been in a close enough to a barbershop quartet. I mean, we weren't wearing boaters and pinstripe, uh, candy stripe. Uh, what was the name of that quartet that, that I was not asked to be in? Uh, what did we call it? Un- Unspoken Five? No, Unspoken it was... Unspoken um, Five. Uh, it was something dumb uh, with um, George Hampy of georgehampy.com fame. Uh, Quintessential was our... our oh, band. that's right, that's right. Uh, and yeah, Tyler, you were not invited. Kevin dropped out, because I don't know why. Because you're uh, a jerk. Yeah, no, uh, Kevin I, dropped out, and I was like, hey, if you guys need a guy, I could do it. It was, and like, it was nope. myself... Jordan Bennis, Peter Yanch, and none other than George Hampy of georgehampy.com. Man of the year, Jordan Bennis? <laughs> yeah, That's man correct. of the year, Jordan Bennis. Who uh, threatened to kill my wife in her marital bed. <laughs> and uh, Onceler lookalike, Peter Yanch, and the only one of those three who actually listens to this podcast. So, hey, we love you, Peter. Hey, Peter. Hope you're doing math. Um, so, being in a barbershop quartet would be pretty cool. But I, I guess being Charles Barkley, it would be more lucrative. Well, Whatever but people are always going to be putting on uh, productions of uh, Meredith Wilson's... Uh... Oh, The Music Man. Yes, thank you. Um, Please. Look, people are always going to be putting on productions of The Music Man, and they're going to need a barbershop quartet, so you can oh, just gravy train that the entire time. I would much rather see a movie of The Music Man where Charles Barkley played the main character instead of Matthew Broderick. <laughs> oh, wow, that would be great. Um, Gary, Indiana. Sorry, go ahead. Advantage Charles Barkley. He has a sequel to his hit video game coming out soon. Um, chapter 2 of the Hoops Barkley Saga. Uh, the magical realms of Tirnanog, Escape from Necron 7, Revenge <laughs> of Cthulain. <laughs> that is the actual title. That's right? real? Is wow. That a real like, thing. That is a real thing. Like the Mystic Knights of Tirnanog, the uh, Irish knockoff of Power Rangers? Yes. Charles Barkley is one of them as well. Oh, wow. There was a black one. Um, There's always a black one. Advantage Barbershop Quartet, you will have at least three friends. I'm not sure if Barkley has that many at this point. <laughs> He's gambled most of them away. Well, and you, I mean, you mentioned the, you know, that excellent pun, the round mound of rebound. Um, that's but not a pun. That's a rhyme. And that's real. That's, that's what he was known as. If, if you're in a Barbershop Quartet, think of all the awesome names, like, that you're going to have. Like the B-Sharps or Quintessential or... Uh, well, quintessential is five, that's, but that's all of them. Um, you know the the dapper Dan's and the and the hoopy doops and all that kind. Of, you know, I mean, like it's it's Quarter an endless Marshall. pun. Yeah, exactly. Any anything that involves four, just put it in there. Just slam it in there, and you've got yourself an awesome barbershop quartet name. Uh, advantage barbershop quartet. You will have an excuse to grow a handlebar mustache. Ooh, and Where wax I'm, that handlebar mustache. Although, again, I would love to see Charles Barkley with a handlebar mustache. That's probably the first thing I'd do if I was Charles Barkley, would, would be grow a handlebar mustache. I think your 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 uh, hellos and goodbyes would be a lot more memorable in 
barbershop quartets. Ooh, that's true. Oh, man. Hello, hello, hello. You could make every telegram a singing telegram. (laughs) And that's the greatest thing in the world, is a singing telegram. Nothing's better. That's the pinnacle of telegrams. I've been looking at the Kickstarter for the (laughs) Charles Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden 2. The yeah, the $100 reward is a cyber dwarf body pillow. (laughs) And the picture for it says... Warning, Sundere. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, yes, you guys should support that uh, Kickstarter, because oh, the first man. game was awesome. The first game is awesome. Um, You know, we need to take a vote on this one, and honestly, I think it's pretty clear. I just really love that question. Jordan, what's your vote? Uh, I could never, ever vote against Charles Barkley. Kevin? Well, Charles Barkley is full of wisdom. He did tell George Hampy of www.georgehampy.com. George met him in a bar in New York. What? Uh, Why haven't I heard this story? Six months ago. and, uh, And Charles Barkley gave him some advice and he said... I, I can't do a Charles Barkley impression, but oh, you know, it's like, George, my advice to you is don't, uh, oh wait, uh, yeah, don't have any, don't have anybody who's a friend who's on the bill. So, <laughs> like, don't, don't have friends that you, you pay to be your friends. And that's true, because that gets, now, now, hold on, maybe, friends. maybe or George should explain. don't ask for loans from your friends. <laughs> maybe George should explain that he was in the theater, and he meant don't have any oh, friends who are on the playbill. Yeah, strictly one man shows, or just be uh, a, be a be. Or a only only do shows with where you're the villain and actually you know get into character and make sure everyone hates you. Yeah. Um. Um. But I'm still gonna have to side with barbershop quartets because ladies love that. Ladies love ladies love harmony. And also, the universe loves harmony. Because once so. she hears you making harmony, pretty soon you two are going to be making harmony. Yeah. Um, and guess what? Without harmony, it's discord. Yeah. Or just melody. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and vote for Charles Barkley as well, because he's basically the spirit animal of this podcast at this point. <laughs> so, thank you so much for the question, uh, Heimberg and Gomberg. And thank you so much for joining us this week for Ninjas versus Podcast. If you would like to send a question in, you can shoot it on over to ninjasversuspodcast at gmail.com. That's versus, V-S, no period. You can find us on Facebook. Check out our awesome new uh, Christmas cover photo, which will, also be the, um, which will also be the podcast icon for the next month or so. Uh, just hang on out with that. And we also do uh, discussions there. We post videos every once in a while. It's a great old time. Or you can catch us on the Twitter uh, and tweet at Ninjas vs. Podcast or use the MVP hashtag. You know what? It's probably easiest if you go ahead and tweet at us if you have something to say because not a lot of people do it. Uh, Jordan, do we have a tweet of the week? No, oh, I should have been looking at that while you've been talking. <laughs> that would have been... It- I did hey, I did tweet this week, so make That's make true. it my tweet. That's uh, Twitter is I'm not where gonna, your Kevin voice will not can be, be heard. the tweet of the week. 
your voice can That's be right. heard. Uh, we'll ask questions over Twitter, and you can give an answer for once instead of us. Yeah, we had some pretty balling answers. That's true. Uh, Kevin, would you like to read some of the a- your question and some of the answers? Yes. Go let ahead and bring up the Twitter. Get, let me do that. Yeah. Uh, sadly, most of the responses were on Facebook and not on Twitter. No, we had a handful on Twitter as well. Yeah. Uh, they uh, didn't use hashtag. GM Lawton, uh, at GM Lawton, said, uh, the question was, food coma versus real coma. GM Lawton says, you can't wake up from a food coma, plus that weight gain. Real comas, you'll shed pounds from parenteral nutrition, which is correct. Uh, Emily Emily Perper said, actual coma because people keep thinking they go to heaven, and that must be kind of cool, right? Also, who doesn't love naps? Good point. And well, then there were a couple on the Facebook. Uh, Murph Murphy said, uh, I never got out of work for a food coma. And Joanna Rudder said, food coma, you get over it faster. Um, which... If you've never gotten out of work for a food coma, you are obviously playing it wrong. Yeah, you got the wrong job, man. Jordan, for the we record, have a tweet of the week. Yes, we do. And for consideration of tweet of the week, uh, you must use hashtag MVP because that is the only thing I look for, which is why I didn't see any <laughs> of those tweets. Uh, so get on that hashtag. Get on that uh, hashtag. And tweet of the week goes to Tolia because he's awesome. Uh, and I don't even know the context of this. He just wanted to say, Guys, Turkey is a country. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, that well, other people can do audio questions too, right, Tyler? Please do. Yeah, please send in audio questions. You can shoot I mean, us a Ninjas vs. Podcast. You can record them on your cell phone at this point. You got a smartphone. Yours yeah. probably won't be as good as Tolia's, but yeah, but the, that's that can't be helped. Although the if you bar has to, been set really high. If you want to do impressions of us, we will always welcome those. It's like actually, if you want yeah, to do yeah, impressions of us, everyone's just gonna do the Squidward <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> Squidward is my best friend in the world. In the world. Squidward <laughs> is my best friend in the sea. <laughs> Squidward <laughs> likes Patrick more than SpongeBob. All right, we're we're SpongeBob fans here, so I am not. I am not oh. twelve years old. Or I high. think we all know who the worst MVP is. <laughs> I do. I do pee quite often. MVP. Um. And MVP. Another place that you can find us is Ninjas vs Podcast. Eric Trivio. That's E R I C T O R ibio.com um and you can stream the episodes there check it out and also you can see our awesome (laughs) spam comments and we have three for you this week um our first is on spam bot favorite episode 22 suskakun from gita who says one question i have three pocket wizard multitask transceivers and i see on the plus two you have this button where you set to local and remote where is this option on Multimax? I found it on the menu, but I do not know how to use it. So, um, we're kind of an advice podcast, but if you want us to tell you how to use your remote, you're going to have to do it in a bit more formal manner. You're going to have to get us on the Facebook or the Tweetos. Our second comes to us on episode 34, Monk Prom, from Oof, UFE, who said, Pie Maker on December 4th, 2008. Heh. I'm so torn between JJ and Omar. 
just because JJ is such a cool character and a better actor. It's sad to see that it's ultimately gonna be Amara slash Orion, but I love them too. So yeah, I can't ever decide. This episode looks interesting. I can't believe JJ <laughs> wasn't even in the last few episodes. Hope it's up soon. Shoot, we need to put JJ back we in. We really need to get JJ into more of these episodes. Yeah. He was a real moneymaker. And our last podcast comes to us from... Our last podcast? This our last, last podcast pod- will be sponsored by... <laughs> Sulewiskit on episode 25, The Liberty Zone, who said, Happy birthday, Drew. Love the first Drew TV and look forward to many more. <laughs> and now I know how to make a snowflake from a coffee filter. Good job of teaching us how. I really hope that that was a comment for Drew Carey. Of the Drew Carey show. <laughs> Just like, happy birthday, Drew. Great first TV show. Really appreciate let's, it. Let's get the second one out there. Um, Thank you to Sparrows and Crows for our outro, Ultraviolet Bliss. Thank you to Animal Tropical for our intro song, 20 Miles. And, and a uh, preemptive thank you for when we use it for our future Christmas episode, uh... Uh, oh yeah, everybody go Christmas... listen to Xmas Christmas soundtrack. Yeah, our official uh MVP sanctioned favorite Christmas album is uh you can get it at Xmas Movie Soundtrack dot You should be able to find it there. Uh it's pretty hip. I'll start I'll start pimping that in December. We'll do our December shows with those songs so you can get a taste of that album. It is so but good. if you guys want to get ahead of the curve. You can go ahead and go and download it forever. And let's get real for a second. We've had a lot of fun around. We've here. had a lot of fun here, but uh, let's are bring we doing it down. a fun? Are we doing a fun drive? <laughs> a fun hey. drive. Yeah, a fun drive. Ninjas versus podcast. We listeners. need your fun donations. <laughs> we are a small nonprofit that runs the number five website in the world. We only have three staff, but serve. 450 million users and have costs like any other top site servers Mm. power rent program staff and legal help Mm. to protect our independence we'll never run on ads well we might run on ads we take no (laughs) government funds we will take government funds we run on donations if everyone hearing this gave the price of a cup of coffee our fundraiser would be done within an hour if ninjas versus podcast is useful to you Take one minute to keep it online another year by donating whatever you can today. We just need 0.3% of readers to donate an average of about $30. And by readers, we mean listeners. Readers of our Facebook page. Which and readers of our minds. And We're lips. not there yet. Please help us forget fundraising and get back to Wikipedia. By which I mean stop podcasting so we can read more Wikipedia. <laughs> Thank you. And you can just PayPal any of that to um, onionfarmer5 at gmail.com. And our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme, ninjas versus Charles Barkley. Go. Uh, Can we do ninjas versus JJ and Omar instead? Okay. Ninjas (laughs) versus JJ and Omar. Go. Jordan, did you request that we could do this last one just so you could laugh at it? Yeah. I'm trying to... Who are you? Who are JJ and Omar? Um, 
Are they like the uh, owners Omar, of some Omar other Gooding. shop? Omar Are they like Gooding, the who is um, the brother of Cuba Gooding, Cuba Gooding, and uh, is referred to in the Bible when they say an Omar is one tenth of an Ephah. <laughs> he has one tenth of the fame of his older brother, the Ephah. He Cuba wants an Gooding. honest Omar and an honest Hin. Yo, Kevin, d- don't JJ and Omar own that barbershop down the street from you? Uh, they own every barbershop down the street from me. Um, Aren't they featured proudly in the movie Barbershop? I have never seen that movie, but I can only assume. Well, yes. you're white, so I probably shouldn't <laughs> expect you to have seen it. Um, I'm going well, with JJ and Omar because I don't need any reason to not go with them. So, <laughs> I mean, they can handle a few ninjas, right? Good point. Kevin? Look, JJ and Omar, they're solid dudes. We can all agree on that. We can all agree on that. So I'm going with JJ and Omar. <laughs> and I will also go with JJ and Omar because they're bros. <laughs> no ninja. Are they brothers? Uh, they're our bros. They're, they're, well, they're bros in the greater, in the, the, um, the plural noun. The, they were they were just separated at bro birth, right? The plural pronoun. You, you mean bro. in the in the brosotros sense? Yes. <laughs> right. Um, in the they they were separated as soon as the brosenta was removed. <laughs> All right, and <laughs> we need to stop this podcast as ever. I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan, and I'm Kevin. And until next time. Let me read you some barbershop quartet names. Cordially okay. speaking. Ooh. Party of four. Ah. Mark four. Ah. Rural route four. Is that the one Mark four? Do they do speed racer themed songs? Where we dance uh, out in the sun. <laughs> no, that, that would be the Mark be Five. The Mark Five. Well that would be a quartet. That'd be a barbershop quartet. quartet. Um, Rural Route 4, something Yeah, you can Wait, how about this one? Four for while That's All right, can we can we make that our our theme song from now on? And Jordan doing the oh ho ho in the background. That's pretty dynamite. That is. I'm trying to get my my vocal levels, and you know, it's it's weird. Those are my people don't realize how many vocal we do before the Unique New York. Unique Mama made me mash my M&M's. The rain in Ooh. Spain falls mainly on the train. Me, 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 me,